Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Good day. The Gupta family has denied reports that it's been enjoying preferential treatment from the state. and This led to one of its companies landing a lucrative coal contract with ESCOM. According to the report, ESCOM had gone to extraordinary lengths to make sure the powerful Gupta family landed the 4 billion rand coal deal. The mining company in which the family has shares reportedly failed a coal quality test four times before landing the multi-billion rand deal. The company is Nazim Hawa says they struggled to get the contract. We've been battling to get the supply agreement with ESCOM, not on any basis of any test, but on purely commercial terms. It's taken us four years to get there, which again does kind of question the statement that a politically correct family or company can get anything right in this country. Earlier, ESCOM spokesperson Kulu Pasire described the reports as unfounded. Taking four times, it's something that uh, is new to us. Uh, from our side as a company, we did the test on the call that they were promising us in March this year. That's when we signed the contract. About uh, them failing the test before, that was possibly something that uh, they, from their side, that, that is the, the, the together people can uh, maybe respond to. Five years after a Pretoria teenager was sexually assaulted and killed, an inquest will today be held in the local magistrate's court. 17-year-old Annika Smith's body was found in her bedroom in her father's house in Teresa Park, north of Pretoria, in 2010. Her then-boyfriend, Nico Fenter, was arrested, but the case was against him was withdrawn. Smith's parents are expected to make presentations in court to determine whether criminal charges should be pursued. Lila Magnus reports. Annika Smith was in grade 11 at the high school Gareth Maritz when she was murdered. Her father made the gruesome discovery. Smith was sexually assaulted, stabbed several times and her hands were cut off. Her hands were never recovered. Initially her father and an ex-boyfriend were questioned but no one has been charged with her murder. During the inquest, a magistrate will determine whether there is enough evidence to hold someone responsible for her death. FNB financial expert Alex Smith has advised South Africans to brace themselves for a tough economic year ahead. He says 2016 could be rocked by a number of national and international factors. Smith says these include a weaker Chinese economy and the possibility of government's increased personal income tax. So a couple of warning signals that uh, businesses need to be aware of. Um, a lot of them are actually associated with things that might actually be outside of their control. So, for example, we are seeing the Chinese economy slow down quite a lot. It's putting a lot of pressure on commodity prices. So the mining sector, for example, is facing a lot of challenges because they're getting less dollars for, for an ounce of gold or platinum, for example. What we're also starting to see is that the U.S. economy will be hiking interest rates soon, um, and that's creating quite a lot of financial market volatility. And finally, Malaysian police have arrested three people in connection with a deadly bomb attack on a shrine in the Thai capital of Bangkok last month. Malaysia's police chief says two of the arrested are the country's citizens and one is a Pakistani national. The BBC's Jonathan Head reports from Bangkok. The Thai police have suggested the attack was the work of people smuggling gangs, responding to increased pressure on their business in Thailand. But some of those named on the 12 arrest warrants issued so far are Turkish, and one is a Chinese Muslim from Xinjiang province. These factors appear to support a different theory, that the bomb may have been in retaliation for the controversial deportation by Thailand in July of more than 100 Muslim Uyghurs who'd been seeking asylum back to China.
Top story at 11 o'clock. The Gupta family has denied reports that it's been enjoying preferential treatment from the state after this led to one of its companies landing a lucrative coal contract with ESCOM. I'm Suresh Pele, back at 12.